are listening to the Subtle Forces Podcast. I am your host, Anja Not Anja Seeger. Here is what it is like being related to a local celebrity. I will be out in the world meeting people at a gathering and someone will come up to me. Hey, I know your dad. And I will say I doubt that because very few people know my dad. And the ones that do, I already know that they know my dad. I think maybe you are talking about my uncle, John Seeger, the musician-songwriter, or his brother, my uncle Mike, who plays in a band with him. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of John, but I know your uncle Mike, too. Wow. What a creative family. Years ago, my Uncle John wrote me this song about typewriters because he knows that I love them. Got no computer, there's such a bore. Don't do no Facebook, I don't know what Twitter's for. I won't be Skyping, I'll just be typing to you. Don't need a flat screen, no cable box. Give me an iPhone and I'll dash it on the rocks. I won't be Skyping, just be a typing to you. I'm just a Luddite, but it feels right. Who need that Google? I'll giggle instead. I'm happy. Just fine Forget the email I like letters I can sign I won't be Skyping I just be Typing to Time now, Uncle John has been offering me a chance to learn songwriting from him because he knows that I already write a lot. So that is what this episode is my songwriting lesson. But before we get into that, I realized I should ask John for a brief synopsis of his songwriting successes because honestly, I know him far less as a songwriting expert. And much more as my daydreamy, slightly hip, slightly goofball uncle. It's something I hate to do. I hate to talk nice about myself because I know me so well. But I have had some luck in the songwriting field. 
I've had songs recorded by many other people, including the Bodines, Jerry Harrison of the Talking Heads, Flaco Jimenez, the absolutely brilliant Tex-Mex accordionist, uh, a range of others. One of the coolest ones is by a guy named Jerry Lawler, who was in the, the uh, great acapella group, The Persuasions. He sang a song I wrote. And one that will never be released, apparently, but it's actually been done, and it's Etta James doing her version of Salty Tears, which was scratched from the session or from the record, and I have yet to hear it. Uh, I would love to hear it someday, but I ain't kidding about that. I keep writing songs. I keep putting out records. It's just something I do. Uh, It's kind of second nature, and I love doing it. I have a studio. I'm making a record right now, except right now I'm talking to you. What I usually say for a first song that you're going to write is write a bad song. Write a terrible song, and make it as bad as you can. Don't try to improve it. Try to make it worse. Yeah, because if you can make yourself laugh, you've got some good feedback going. And usually if you're really laughing at what you're doing, and it's not, you know, if it's truly enjoyable, you, can, you can't help but communicate that to people. So you have to be, look at all the areas of songwriting, uh, melody or you know, harmony, rhythm, lyrics. Make sure one of them at least is terrible or offensive or transgressive. Anything you want to do that seems wrong. I am not a musician, so it is easy for me to make something that sounds awful and offensive. I did the assignment. It frankly sucks. So I put it at the end of this episode as opposed to right now. The difference between a poem and a song is songs are better. Just kidding. Poetry is uh, something you can enjoy looking at and thinking about. Uh, You don't really look at a song, you listen to it. So it has other rules, ones that make it pleasant for your ear. And it's a completely different language. It's a blending of two languages, music and language. Language, language. I have nothing against poetry. I like quite a bit of it that I read. But you can't hand somebody a poem and expect them to hear it. And when Uh, Something is obviously a poem, but not a song. You'll know when you open your mouth and try to sing it. And the words don't rhyme, for instance, or they're a little out of time. They make you rush and sound nervous. Uh, They have clunky words in them. We've talked about that. A lot of writers think the important part of songwriting is the words, and that's just half of it. So to be a songwriter, you got to think about music. It's very important. Um, a song can be a bad poem, and a poem can definitely be a bad song. And they can be good in their own category, but when you try and cross them over the line, something goes wrong. A poem doesn't have to rhyme. Songs mostly should. It doesn't have to have real regular meter. And I'm telling you, you do that in a song, and uh, people stop listening. That is my weak spot the whole music aspect of songwriting 
I took five years of piano as a kid, and all three of my teachers told me there wasn't any point to me taking the lessons. I didn't want to learn. I wasn't disciplined. There were just too many rules. I only took those classes because of parental force. I still feel resistant to all the rules and discipline music requires. And that's why I've recruited my friend Peter to perform drafts of the songs for me so I can hear what is wrong with the lyrics as I go through this songwriting process. And now I'll be able to work with my uncle on making these pieces less poety and more songy because I can hear them being performed by someone who is good at it. So there's a bunch of different rules. Uh, you got to think about why does this chord make me feel the way I do? And would this be a good time to be loud or quiet? Or is there something we can do with the drums here? Whatever. It's a completely different ball game. And poems are good. Songs are good. Paintings are good. Movies are good. But these are all different categories. And you may know something about one and a little less about the next one but it's always fun to learn. Did you bring anything? Brought a notebook. Are there lyrics in there? I did bring some lyrics and I did, I did what you suggested I do this morning and I actually wrote a song based on a song. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, the other, that's the other assignment I like as a parody. If you do that, it's like when you're studying art and you go to the museum and you, and you draw what's on a wall there. You're learning the shape and, you're, and you uh, eventually can, that will be inside of you, what it's like to write a song like that. But when you do a parody, you have to try and make every word match. So that think of those as little containers for words and they have to have the same stresses, accents, uh, phrasing, obviously melody, you know, I've, always, I've been trying my whole life to write, fly me to Des Moines. <laughs> it's not coming along real well. <laughs> Frankly, it sounded like Uncle John needed my help. Fly me to Des Moines, cause I don't want to go to Mars. Let me see what Cleveland's like And do they have good bars In other words, I am bland In other words, you won't miss me Fill my sight with cows and let me move forevermore You're the cud I long for As I graze and chew galore In other words, there's no cue In other words, it's just you
my tank with gas And let me speed through rows of corn Set me on your tractor And I'll toot that John Deere horn In other words, sky be blue Oh, go steal that. Oh, I see. So this is yakety yak. Mm -hmm. Print out your banknotes for the hash. You won't get no time to dash if you don't scrub that bloodstained door. You ain't gonna whack a mole no more. <laughs> this is really good. Just finish scheming up your doom. Print out your banknotes for the hash. New banks don't give you time to dash. If you don't scrub that bloodstained floor, you ain't gonna whack a mo no more, hackity hack. Go steal that. Just finish scheming up your doom. Let's see that cop guy to his doom. Get all that dark web out of sight. Or you won't blast the dynamite, hackity hack. Go steal that. You just put on your wig and hat. And talk yourself to the aristocrat. And when you finish doing that, be a big dog and take out the cat. Haggity hack, go steal that. looks your daddy's top of all the crooks just tell your mafia pal outside you ain't got time to join his side of haggity hack go steal that haggity hack haggity hack haggity hack haggity hack I gave that assignment to, uh, I can't remember who I gave it to lately. And the idea was that after he did this, mm -hmm. he'd put different music to it. Yeah. And guess what? It's all yours. It's your lyrics, has new music, a different melody. But it would be oh a lot just to Yakety Yak by Lieber and Stoller uh, to Print out your banknotes for the hedge. You don't get no time for the dash. If you don't scrub that bloodstained door, you ain't gonna whack a mole no more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
this is Uncle John checking in with Anja. I'm going to talk about Rhinelander as a word in a song. I happen to think it is very unmusical. It's not like Stelladora or something like that. Um, there are certain, certain words that just roll off the tongue. Ones that end in vowels are much easier to sing because you don't have to put a consonant at the end of them. And Rhinelander has a soft consonant, but it also has the I sound and the eh sound. Rhinelander is how Wisconsinite would say it. Um, it was in a song by my soon-to-be brother-in-law, Michael, who was in my songwriting clinic, and the song was called Centerline Rumble Strips. And let me tell you, that is a great title. It has a great chorus. He did a damn good job on the song, but I got a little more experience than him, and you can't start a song with this lyric. Driving out of Rhinelander. Uh, it's kind of clunky. So Anja disagrees with me, and she went to great lengths to prove me wrong. And I think I am wrong, actually, because you can really make anything work if you're really good. But most of us are in that middle group where one little mistake exposes us to a world of shame. Not really, but you know what I mean. Anyway, have a good day. The only two things in life that make it worth living Are wild woodsy walks and myths to keep on fibbing I don't need the doubt of some urbanite I've got my tail and I got this dim firelight Maybe it's time we believed in hodags again Let's go to Rhinelander Wisco With bait and a snare and canvas bags This modern life we're living Got me too uptight to meet the old hodags Between cross-country skiing And downhill skiing And strange sounds calling in the bush out in Rhinelander, Wisco, where life is pretty dang cush. So baby, let's trash your car alarm, buy some stormy Cromer hats and go away. This crowded bus is choking me, and studying for the PhD, you cry all day. Been so busy keeping up with the rent hikes. Fifteen an hour makes us way too poor. Maybe it's time we believed in hodags once more. Let's go to Rhinelander Wisco with bait and a snare and canvas bags. This modern life we're living. Got me too uptight to see the old hodags Between Harsha and Melbourne You take a sudden left turn To hear strange sounds calling in the bush Out in Rhinelander, Wisco 
where life is pretty dang cush. Let's go to Rhinelander, Wisco, with bait and a snare and canvas bags. This modern life we're living got me too uptight to trust the old hags. You get a relaxed feeling seeing golfers teeing as strange sounds call you in the bush. Out in Rhinelander, Wisco, our life is pretty dang cush. This is getting more and more difficult, Anja. I hate talking about this stuff because it sounds like I'm pontificating. And I'm not a pontiff. I'm not qualified. But you want me to talk a little bit about rhyming and rhythm and repetition, the three R's of songwriting? It's real simple way to think about that is that if you want to write a memorable lyric, you got to make them rhyme. You have to have them bounce a little bit and swing and uh, actually swing the same way every line so it's not a completely uh, new experience every line. And that's where repetition comes in. Uh, certain things you can say too much or too many times, too much times, but uh, yeah, no, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It's not like any other kind of writing. If you read a, uh, you know, a, a newspaper story and someone just does the same sentence over and over again, it's not going to work. But in a song, it's golden. So uh, that's all I have to say on that topic. I'm cutting back on my length here because... Really, I don't want to hear myself anymore. Meanwhile, I was still working with Peter on trying to make an alternative version of Hackety Hack with original music. So you obviously tried coming up with a different tune for it, but you struggled, right? I just, well, yeah, I just couldn't find anything that didn't sound dumb and horrible. <laughs> and so I, so I kind of threw up my hands and went, well, I'll just do the original melody and see if she likes it. I think that makes sense because it is such a parody song and it's so dark if it's not a parody song. Yeah. You're right. That that makes a lot of sense because if you if you if you start singing it like let's see here. Print out your banknotes for the hash. New banks don't give you time to dash. Yeah, it's like okay. It's not as charming. And like, I feel like the original melody of that song is just so, so cute. Yeah. And well, it's iconic for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I never thought of changing the tempo like that. You're right. Changing the tempo drastically would have made it much easier to come up with another melody. Mm. I, I never occurred to me. Well, you're free to try it if you want. All right, let's see if really, I want to play with that. Might be horribly dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know I, what? Yeah. The reason I chose accordion mm -hmm. is because I thought, okay, well, accordion is the is the is the instrument for the Godfather. Oh, absolutely. Right? It, it could be mafia. But then when I then when I recorded it, I went because that was just my my internal thought. Okay, well, maybe I can do this sort of Tarantella. Italian yeah. Sicilian accordion but then that that didn't come out that way at all it did come out more like Zydeco 
print out your banknote for the hash New banks don't give you time to dash If you don't scrub that blood-stained floor You ain't gonna whack them oh no more Hackity hack Go steal that Just finish scheming up your doom Let's see that copper to his tomb Get all that dark web out of sight Or you won't blast the dynamite Hackity hack Go steal that You just put on your wig and hat And talk yourself to the aristocrat and when you finish doing that Be a big dog and take out the cat Hackity hack Go steal that Join his side. Hackity hack. Go steal that. Hackity hack. Hackity hack. Hackity hack. Hackity hack. Hackity hack. Hackity hack. this music you know it's the end of the show and i don't actually have time left to share my awful bad song so tune in in the future thank you uncle john for the lesson you're a wonderful uncle and peter donalds you're also a wonderful uncle not by blood if you're interested in taking songwriting classes from my uncle I'll share a link to his website in the show notes apologies to Frank Sinatra for fly me to the moon 
to the coasters for Yakety Yak, to Waylon Jennings for your Luke and Bach Texas song. And by the way, if you're wondering what a hodag is, a hodag is a mythical creature unique to Rhinelander, Wisconsin. And speaking of hodags, when encountering any subtle force, you have both your logic and your feelers with which to interpret it.